0: Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by me, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for tuning in again um, this December, Tuesday, December morning. Uh, I always, uh, again, love doing this and chatting with y'all, even on the days when I'm not uh, in whatever, not doing my absolute best. (laughs) I, uh, just appreciate sharing these real life kind of experiences and emotions with y'all. Uh, the process of kind of doing what we do all the time and the ups and downs that go along with it. So, um, I always appreciate y'all listening and your feedback and all of that. And, um, um, Speaking of the ups and downs of what we do, (laughs) that's really kind of what I wanted to dive into today just a little bit. Um, we in our positions as lighting showroom owners and managers, I really am just struck sometimes about the need to really be a master of so many different things and how many of us were not actually trained formally in any way (laughs) to be (laughs) the things that we do every day. I do not have a marketing degree. I do not have an accounting degree. I do not have a human resources degree. I do not have um, a business degree or any sort of formal sales training. All of the things that turn out to be really critical to my job, um, I have actual no formal training in. It has all been learned on the job as I go. And I know I'm not alone in that experience as an independent lighting showroom owner that comes from a background um, just kind of wildly unrelated to what we do every day. And it's sort of amazing to me that there are as many of us that are as open, you know, that are open and as successful as we are, um, which I think is a real testament to kind of the passion that we all have for what we do. Cause why else would you be so committed, um, to, uh <laughs> to this thing that you're not really qualified for but you've learned on the job um and that way sometimes I do think of myself more as a um less of an entrepreneur you know in the kind of what I picture like in the Elon Musk sense and more of like a tradesman <laughs> who has done a long apprenticeship and is really kind of learned on the job uh do's and don'ts and best practices and Definitely the business environment, even, you know, not just like the economic world around us, but even just like the business environment and how to best run a business and how to keep your employees engaged and happy and retained. Like, so much of that has changed in just the past 10 years. Um, So, even I feel like if I had gone to college 20 years ago and been trained in some of this stuff in a more formal way, Um, I don't know that it would apply (laughs) to how we actually run our businesses today. I just wanted to speak a little bit in this episode. I know um, some of what we all go through in independent lighting showroom management and ownership is this feeling of being kind of isolated and siloed and Um, not knowing is anybody else dealing with these issues or not. And that has definitely been a big motivating force behind this podcast to even just talk about how I experience these issues and share that with y'all so that we all can kind of understand we're not alone we're not dealing with these um you know complications in a vacuum there are other business owners going through the same thing or a very similar thing to what you're going to and that in a lot of ways that's really great because we can engage and learn from one another you don't have to feel like you're on an island by yourself there is someone else going through something similar to you at this moment in time somewhere in our industry and I personally take a lot of reassurance in that, knowing that um, some of the stuff that can be really challenging in my business, it's not like an isolated case. I'm, you you know, I'm not a special snowflake. There is somebody else facing a similar challenge to me. And uh, I really enjoy uh, this time where we get to kind of think about how We can all learn from one another and share some information and tips and tricks and ideas. And I did this and it really helped um, because I think that all helps us be better at what we do and run more successful businesses. So I was thinking a lot about, well, there were two things that really kind of kicked off this podcast in my mind. Um, one was I was texting with uh, Kirsten Reese on uh, Thanksgiving Day uh, in the morning. And of course, I'm on the East Coast and she's on the West Coast, so there's a time difference. But I just, you know, was texting family and friends, Happy Thanksgiving. And at the time when I was texting Kirsten, she was working on marketing for her business. On Thanksgiving morning. And it's not like Kirsten, I'm sure, feels like she deserves a pat on the back for that. But I know that that is definitely a lot of what we go through as small business owners. She had to take time away from her family and plans in her personal life that day. I mean, she scheduled it so that she could work on marketing when it needed to be done for her business and her um you know for the, you know the thing that pays the bills and keeps her employees employed and all of that and it's just a real thing that we all do all the time and it rarely gets acknowledged how much extra effort we all kind of put in at odd hours of the day and night um or on holidays or on vacations or whatever the case may be we're all kind of um, always thinking about these things and keeping them at the forefront of our mind and always working on them. And I honestly believe in a lot of ways that's how you find some success at this. There's never turning it off. There's never um, I'm done for the day. It's always what else can I do? Um, what more can I give to this? What, what additional concept or what you know what new thing could we try? what can I do today to change this business and to improve it and help it succeed and, and excel. And it's something that's always on my mind, even when I'm desperately trying to take a break from it. I, um, there's, you know, just times in the course of managing a business and managing people where it can be just kind of emotionally draining. And sometimes you just want to be like, can't we all just get along (laughs) and grow up and, or what, you know, whatever the case may be in whatever circumstances going on in your business. And sometimes that's like employee driven issues. Sometimes it's customer driven issues, but sometimes it just feels like a needless spinning of wheels and waste of time that, you know, just didn't need to happen. And I find myself Frequently, when I know some part of me knows I should probably be trying to take a break from it, but I frequently find myself like rehashing these issues in my mind. What tweaks can I make to the business? What tweaks can I make to how we operate or our procedures or how my team interacts or what can I do to make a marginal change to make this better? And that dialogue in my brain never goes off. And I really think that's really key and important. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back and saying I have this all figured out. But I think when it comes down to the difference between a business that will evolve and continue to grow and not stagnate and one. Um, one that is stagnant. It's having a person or group of people that are constantly forward thinking, constantly pushing things in a new direction uh, you, with great enthusiasm, with passion for what you're doing. I think that is really kind of the secret sauce in a lot of businesses, along with some good financial management, of course. But if you can combine those things like healthy Uh, financials, and a passionate leader personality that is always driving things, that is always looking for new and better ways, that is looking for just even small changes that can eventually have a big impact or layer on one another to grow into this bigger, better thing than it was before. I think that's really, really critical to the health of any business. I think when you stop doing that, when you do turn it off in your brain when you do totally shut down, when you stop thinking about what can I do today to change the business and improve it. uh, That's when I think really things start to go South. Um, And it may take time because if you have a business that's existed for a while, Um, and it runs like kind of on autopilot. Um, it might feel like you don't need to do much that everything's just fine and a hunky dory and it'll just continue to go the way it's gone for years and years before. And that feels, it kind of lulls you into a false sense of security, but there really is always something that can be worked on. There's always some process that can be improved upon. There's always um, new sales avenues that you need to be, you know, going after. There's new ways to market. There's new, uh, you know, just, I have a whole like, Good. I don't think laundry list quite covers it. I have a whole list of ideas in my head of things I'd like to try, little projects I'd want, or I want to take on some big, some small, some just like tweaks around the edges to try to improve the business. And some I have like these grandiose ideas that would really take a lot of time and commitment to try to bring them to life. Not saying they wouldn't be worth it, but you know, time is a scarce thing. But there's always something going on internally about what I want to do, what I want to see, where I uh, put the long-term vision of my business and how I think our path forward is going to be. And I think that is a great thing for any business to have a person that is Always trying to like peek around the corner, see what's coming next, and prepare for it as best they can. Hey, and sometimes it's going to work out, and sometimes it isn't. There are things I thought I saw around the corner before, and I made the corner. It turns out there was nothing there, and it was a waste of time. It's not like it's all a hundred percent successful. But I think when you're just like standing there and not looking around the corners at all, then everything's going to be a surprise to you. There's nothing that you can be, you can't be prepared because you're not even looking out into the future. You're not even trying to advance what you're doing for your business. You're just literally waiting and seeing what might happen. And that's really the key here. I think as I'm, you know, dissecting this concept of like being engaged and leading and the pros and cons and things you have to do, even when you don't want to do, I think the real key is having somebody at the helm or somebody's. It doesn't have to be one person. Um, I just, most of us have very small businesses with very small staffs. (laughs) So I just kind of envision this in my head as like an abstract, like one person. But if you're at a bigger business, I'm sure it's a team of people. But having people at the forefront, um, always thinking about what comes next. Where do we go from here? uh, not, it doesn't even have to be as concrete in my mind as like a five-year business plan or a 10-year business plan, but thinking about where, where's my next step going to fall? What's the next thing we need to be thinking of and planning for, um, in our current economy, it might be as simple as thinking about shifting from targeting, um, new construction builders to targeting a more designer audience, of people that might be doing remodels. Instead of focusing all your marketing dollars or budgets on new construction, maybe start thinking about remodels because it seems like that's where our market is kind of headed right now. Um, And it could just be as simple as that. Someone kind of thinking about these things and making like incremental decisions To head the whole business down the path that really keeps things moving forward and prevents you from just sitting back and letting the world and life happen to you rather than being engaged and participating in what's going on in the world at large and how your business fits in. To your community, to your customers? Are you meeting your customers where they are with the needs that they have and making sure that they are happy and engaged with you and loving your product and loving your team and loving your expertise and loving that you're a problem solver? Are you there or are people just sending you purchase orders because they always have? And, uh, you know, eventually that could go away because you're not uh, proactively um, engaging with them, keeping their loyalty, keeping their business and, you know, having them understand the value you bring to their partnership with you. These are things I'm constantly engaged on in my mind. Um, and you know, I wish it could just sometimes stop at sales because I'm better, I have a better mind for that. Um, but this also, you know, comes down to your own personnel, your internal staff issues and struggles, um, so in my business, I've talked about it a lot here. It is a small business of, there are 10 of us on staff. Um, we all spend a lot of time with one another every day. Um, so many of us m- more time than we do with our own kids and families. And that's sort of the nature of work in our economy in the year that we're in. And that's fine. I think everyone is no problems with that, but because you spend so much time with people, um, working together in a very team uh, atmosphere, which is how we have our business structured, uh, it can lead to uh, occasional clashes of personality. Or this went wrong, and you know somebody feels unsupported, or. Um, just any number of things that happen. And I'm not as, as strong in those situations, but because I know I have somewhat of a, a lack of, like it just doesn't come naturally to me how to navigate those situations. I really have to think about it. And so that's what I do. (laughs) So I spend a lot of my time when I'm away thinking through like away from the business and, you know, not actively, you know, at the showroom. I find that when I'm working at home or when I'm away, I'm really spending a lot of energy thinking on, okay, this situation happened. How can I handle that better in the future? What safeguards can I put in place for my staff so that they always feel supported and valued even when something is going wrong or a customer is demeaning to them or whatever has happened? I want my staff to always know how important they are and how, you know, each of them brings their own unique talents. And when you combine all of those unique talents, it makes for a really amazing team. I did um, for the end of the year this year, I had t-shirts printed up for them for, you know, pace lighting for 2022. And I call this the all-star team because, you know, everyone really is remarkable and you can put all these components together and you get everything working just right. It really is outstanding because everyone has slightly different perspective and, personal history and ability to communicate. It just all can work together very nicely. And I know a lot of people have a staff like that, you know, where this person's really solid in this and this person's really solid in that. And, you know, maybe on their own, they can't do the whole thing. But when you can, you know, point everyone to achieving to their strengths and what they're really great at, it can be just such a wonderful bedrock to a business and keep you so strong. So I really try to spend a lot of my energy focusing in on what, what little things can we be doing to help make that experience, to help play to those strengths every day for our team. And, you know, just even... <laughs> Even despite my best efforts, sometimes we get derailed from that. Um, And I I always hate it when we do because I am like, oh, we're trying so hard and I'll spend the next week, you know, thinking about how could we have done that better? How could I have managed that better? What additional thing could we be doing to help prevent these issues from happening? What do I need to rewrite a policy? Do I need to really get our handbook going? You know, Whatever. I just, it goes on and on in my brain about what we can do better to help keep the team in that team atmosphere (laughs) and that team mindset, despite all the things that sometimes want to pull us away from that. So it's kind of nonstop in my brain, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I just, there's not a mute button to it. It's always going. And I just really wanted to spend this podcast acknowledging that. So whatever is always going for you, if it's your human resources issues, like sometimes it is for me, is it your marketing plan? I think about that a lot too. Like, how are we going to market this business? How are we going to differentiate ourselves? There's so many people out there kind of selling the same thing. And I'm I'm glad for it. I love our community. I love our industry, but there's so many of us doing such a similar thing. How do I make my business unique? How do I make us stand out? How do I make our search results on Google more relevant than the next? You know, there's just a lot of things I'm always thinking about on how to make my business stand out amidst all the other noise so that I can reach the customers and the clientele and you know get feet in the door and get people on the internet on the website not in you know checking out and shopping carts it's it's quite a challenge to think about and I'm always on the outlook for inspiration from other lighting showrooms and total other businesses too just so that I can like okay let's try that idea I really like it and see how it pans out in our industry, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but I'm always on the lookout for new ideas and new things to try and how we can make a change today that will improve this business long-term. I think about that all the time, all the time, even when it appears I'm not thinking about it. I promise you, I am. (laughs) It's always in the back of my mind. And I think so many of us share that experience, and I just want you all to feel seen and heard (laughs) and know that whatever challenges you're going through, you're definitely not alone. There's definitely, as I speak this, somebody else going through something very similar to me, trying to puzzle out a solution to a very similar problem. And I love it the more we can engage and talk to one another, Um, but I also just love putting this out there and letting each other know that um, we're all trying to do the best we can, we're all trying to find a way forward, and I do think it's really critical that you keep up the hard work of looking forward, of trying to peek around the corners. I think it's important that you keep pushing in that direction and not just standing back and let the business happen to you. And then one day it's all gone and you don't know why. Uh, It's really, really important to keep pushing towards the edge. Keep trying to see what's next. Keep thinking about how you can make your business just a little bit better today than it was yesterday. And know that while you're on that journey, I'm right there with you, as so many of us are. And I think there is a lot of um, joy and fulfillment, even just in that, knowing that we're all kind of on this mission together. So just wanted to put that out there for y'all. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. Please do give me any feedback you have on this. It really means a lot to me and is super helpful as I go to come up with other topics and record other podcast episodes. So thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for listening. Everyone have a great day and take care.